Hit me, baby, one more time. My Only loneliness if you ask nicely. It's killing me. Uh, um, did we? Uh, oh, we just quoted. Ba -da, da -da -da. Oh, that's 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 bad. That is bad. Bum, bum, ba -da -da. <laughs> right, let's do this. This is the Immaterial Gamers podcast, episode number. Forty-four. Yes, that sounds like the 72. correct number. Seventy-two. No, that's 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 a uh, five. One million away. and five. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Or as it was in that one Monster Prom episode, I put in there, uh, um, episode XX, the for the idea of us doing uh, an audio only. Yeah, yeah. I just added there was an image for an audio only version of the of a Monster Plum. Uh, plum. Monster, Monster Plum. plum! Isolate that audio cue. Put, <laughs> put that in the fucking Shattered Reflections intro. Oh, monster Plum. And monster Plum. Do, 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 me do. and Duncan who said it simultaneously. Yep. Monster yep. Plum. It's alright. I'm good. I'm good. For this and more flubs, please check out the rest of the Immaterial Gamers back catalogue. Now, um, well, anyway, I'm Ryan. Flub extraordinaire. And then I've Hi, also got Ryan. Duncan. You've, goodbye, uh, sorry, Ryan. Uh, goodbye. They've, they've just said they've just said hi and bye to me. As I, I was said hi. Say, I anyway. never said goodbye. Who who who, do you, who else who else do you have, Ryan? I also have Duncan. That's me. Hey, third time in a row. I haven't had one of those in like like almost a year. Yeah, and then they've also got Stefan. There we go. That sounded awfully like D at that point, but uh, yeah. And then I've got Darius. Hello. Back. Back from from Birmingham, from the dead, and the dead. So Vampire yeah, Darius. Yeah, so uh, so I was uh, the UK Games Expo. Busy, too okay. many too many shops. Too many shops. Too many shops. Too many good games to play. Too many shops. So anyway, too little, too many spent shops. a lot of money and he couldn't afford it. Yeah, too too little time. No, technically I have not spent a, much, a lot of money. Not much, anyway. He's spent fired. some. I spent some, but it's way below 50, 50 quid. He's oh. oh good. Below 50? Yeah, below 50. Goodness. Oh, don't trust that means he got. That means he got a game. Hey, maybe 50 quid's nothing to you. That's like I 900 get, Canadian dollars I to me. I got three, three games. I think That's I, I, I got joke. three games from the Xbox. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did post one into our Discord, didn't you? A dwarves game. Yeah, that was one free. Yeah, he got, he got two. Very free excited games. about free games. And yeah, two free games and and one which what I he bought. Paid for. See, I know <laughs> what I know what he's done more than he knows, and I wasn't even there. Yeah, Gosh. I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah, did you actually? So, I, we were going to probably bring it up in the news, but we discussed it before the podcast anyway. That dodgy story that happened in the Game Expo, were you witness to that? Did you see that going down? Nope, I don't know what time it was. If I would knew, I could pinpoint my position where I was. Uh, but uh, definitely nowhere near that. Oh, nowhere near. No way, I didn't hear, I didn't see anything of it. He would have pinpointed yeah. himself on Google's map. Yeah, here we go. Ryan's helpful hint. If you're going to be a GM at Games Expo, Maybe let your players know about the like part, the content of what you're going to be running before you 
Run it. Start. Start. Yeah. Start discussing. Well, for one, it's an expo. For one, just don't have it in for one because it's meant to be a family thing. People yep. are there with families. Yeah. They're yeah. Not... Fair enough. In other words, if it was like rated 18 only, then fair enough. Stick it in. Do what you want. The Dungeons and Dragons things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of them were 18 only. Well, if okay. it was in one of them, I don't see it being much of an issue. Um, Most of them were. I'm not sure. Be... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that one. Most people don't want to roleplay rape. You know, it's like. But mm. I will assume so. It happens in life. People have to deal with it. Well, this is this is controversial opinions. Cause I mean, I don't know. I think Duncan's on the same side as me on this one. Do really people want to be going into a role-playing game? Talking about how their character is kidnapped and raped before they've even started introducing themselves. Oh yeah, this is coming from Ryan, where he let me get raped in our D and D game, basically. Well, there is a different story when you get when your character gets raped due to the course of the actions and story which you are taking. And I got raped by hap- yeah. happening that literally in the first second of the game, like. It's like a setting of the theme. The game begins just after you getting raped. That's not really good oh, yes, set somewhere. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, Darius, I agree with you on that one. It's, it's just... It's a dodgy setup before your fantasy, you know, role-playing thing. Of which you're going in there to, to, to have fun. And remember, this is the problem with role-playing. You want to be the character. And you don't want them sort of actions defining you at the beginning. And also, it's a touchy subject. Oh, yes. That's, I, mean, I think that's, that's the biggest concern, isn't it? Yeah. It is a subject that really is... Is this a bit like the sex... Like the frigging talk to kids about sex talk? It's a touchy subject. But I... sooner or later, it has to be spoken about. Well, yeah, that does... That is for educational purposes. This is for a matter of entertainment, personal entertainment, for that matter. It's like this is this is supposed to be your fun, you know. It's just well, like... would you like to be told how how you were raped? Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. In like kind of detailed way, because that's as far as I know, that's what happened during that game. See, that's so... where I draw the line a bit. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess that's. that's even it wasn't. Worse it wasn't. Point. It wasn't a case of oh, you've just your group just been kidnapped and raped, mm-hmm. and so then you have to that, fight have fight your way into to kill kill whoever done that to you. Fine. That's quite okay. I will yeah. go with it. However, if you're spending the first five ten minutes being told how you're getting raped, then no, I don't go with that one. That's uh uh-uh. no. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's just... It's just bad. So, you know, the guy got kicked out. He won't be invited to any one of them again. From the way it turned out that it was just... It was a bit of a fantasy for him. What turned out he was role-playing. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was. I, I I had no doubts in my mind at all that that was, this and it, that was what was happening there. Yeah. yeah. So... Nobody just sits down and writes a 15-long... Fifteen long, you know, conversation about uh, a, a, a rape scenario and doesn't have like a thing for it. That doesn't just happen. No. I wonder how many skeletons we're finding in his closet? Uh, literal and more. figurative. <laughs> yeah, roll for initiative. Um, You're never gonna roll high enough. Sixteen. 
Do they pass? 16? Uh, no, you needed 27. Questionable, yeah. <laughs> yeah, DC 30. Um, but I can only roll a 20. Well, Anything sucks else. to be you. Anyway, with that uh, awkward warm-up out of the way, we've managed to, to get that sorted. I feel, yeah, I feel like yeah, that warm-up also kind of... Also, also really address the uh, one of our news articles for the day so I don't know are we coming yeah. back around to that or is that pretty much that topic no. done that, that's done alright oh, that's what well, I one's spent sure. efficient yeah. yeah so it is now time to move to what's been played what's been played and based on that we're going to try and do this a little different this week mainly because tomorrow uh, is the planned release of Shattered Reflections, which means we can skip that out of the wrap-up. It'll be a Black Mirror rewatch podcast. It'll be out on June the 5th. Is the plan. So... When you say tomorrow, you're talking about, like, the future of tomorrow, right? Like... Yeah. The release date of this video tomorrow. Correct, yeah. We uh, you got, I gotta think, I gotta Don't think the, the third wall! The third wall? The third wall? Yeah. Now that's structurally unsound. Breaking the, the third wall. Two, two walls <laughs> isn't a room, that's just a corner. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so the way that we're going to do this we're going to do quick fire what's been played this week so we've each got a game i assume that we that we've played we got five minutes um, you can ask um, questions in um, between that um, you go and explain what you want um, but after five minutes we move on so speed run really Really, Steph? All right, Steph. Steph's breaking down. We we should yeah, probably yeah. let him go later. Yeah. No, so, <laughs> I was going to say, for based on that, we we'll go Steph first. But um, you know what? Actually, we <laughs> for five do. minutes, does he? Oh, things are, the <laughs> yeah. tur- the tables have turned against you, Steph. Yeah. Well, so, Steph, off you go, mate. I I have not played anything to my knowledge. I played LOL. Right. Played a lot of LOL. Well, you can yeah. You can have talk you about actually League talked Legends. about LOL? I mean, I talked about League of Legends last week, but I don't think you've had yeah, a talk about it since we, we started playing. Can we talk about games? Can we talk about programs? Um, well, no, that's that's what Shattered Reflections is about. <laughs> no, I don't mean like programs as TV programs. I mean like a software. Yeah. Oh, if you if you want, I mean you, you I mean you played around with it. I guess uh, I guess you can you can say that. Uh, you can be talking about Blender by any chance. Are we? Yes, Blender. Are we? Never mind. Well, well, no, what was that Go on. Are we going again on those sticky terms, playing around with ourselves, or what? Uh, I maybe. was going to add a thing of if he doesn't make a good thing, I'm going to hit him with a spoon. I Okay then, fair enough. So, Blender stuff. Yeah, it's a 3D modeling um, software for your computer. Okay. Um, okay. So, so far, I, I've designed... One thing, which I have as my profile picture at the minute. Um, yes. It's just my Minecraft figure doing a little pose like, yay! Well, to be honest, I made two pictures because I've got one with Frank. I saw that one, yeah, the Frank picture. Was that that was made in Blender then? Um, the, or was it edited in Blender? No, the Frank's edited in Blender and me's edited in Blender. And then from there I've took them... As a picture, over to Illustrator. Right. Okay. Is Blender part of the Creative Cloud? Then, or is that separate to? No, it's a free program from. I don't know who actually makes Blender. It's not Adobe software. I right, know it's not okay. Adobe software. I know that much. 
Well, that's what that's I, right, the Blender I. Foundation. Yeah, and I said no, it's not. It's completely free. I'm not actually sure who makes it. It look. It looks to me like Blender is just like its own thing. It's like by the Blender Foundation. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Blender.org. Blenderman. Well, um, licensers GPL V2 Plus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm having a look at some of the images now on their on their website. You can make some nice stuff from what it, it looks like. You can make. Um, I'm actually in the middle of watching a trial of how to make um, two donuts and a coffee mug on a table. Nice. So I'm, I'm, part, I'm part free into this tutorial where I'm now about to learn. I've made a donut. I've made a table. I need to do the icing on my donut. Nice. Get that glaze. That sweet glaze. And then Masamuni may uh, end up with a donut in his hand at some point. <laughs> yeah. A diamond, a diamond sword in one hand and a donut in the other. Hell yeah! That's what every Minecraft guy needs. To be honest, Frank? I'm also looking Frank at it, seeing that Frank's getting nothing for the time being because I need to make my own Frank. Because the Frank. With a diamond that... helmet's not good enough. Well, the Frank. Well, I would love to give him a diamond helmet, to be honest. I need to actually learn how to turn my helmets on so my character actually has his uh, headset on as well. Nice. Because when you Fair transfer enough. the skins over. Um, see, what I did was I found a tutorial where you get a free rig, as they call it in Blender, of like the <laughs> frame of a, the basic figure in Minecraft. And then you can apply your skin to it and then do what you want with it after. Sweet. Um, so that was really easy, but the only pigs I could find for the Minecraft that are any decent were licensed, so I need to make my own. Oh, but I assume there's the tools in there make it easy enough to oh, make one of them rigs? Um, I'm not sure yet, because that's why I'm kind of doing a tutorial of just how to make a donut and that first make shapes. Because mm. I, I've also wanted to look at making something else that I, I've also been designing on my laptop, but never really got around to finishing but I think I could make it look better on Blender fair dues very very good I mean you've got 25 seconds if you want to have some final statements um, go, go watch the Blender Guru if Blender get, Guru yeah Blender Guru the um, proper tutorial stuff then yeah he's got his own YouTube channel he's even called Blender Guru um, he oh, goes good. through everything step by step with you. Legal name, first name Blender, last name Guru. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. In the first tutorial, he gets his call off his wife, and he's like, oh, I far had that and do not disturb. Mrs. Fair Guru, enough. I do need some water. <laughs> he, he actually says that in, near the end of the first video, I believe, where he goes, let me get, let me get a drink. <laughs> oh, sweet. Good, good. Right, so we've played around with Blender. And Duncan, you have played. Uh, so this is kind of like a revisiting slash wrap up of a game I've already talked about. So I talked cool. about two or three weeks ago, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I talked about I've been playing a, a Hat in Time with my little oh, sister. Oh yes, that was two the, weeks ago. Uh, the definitely not a Mario clone, definitely a Mario clone uh, game. Yeah, the the Mario Odyssey. If we just used a small child. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not just Mario Odyssey. Like, there's some Galaxy in there. There's some Sunshine in there. Like, all the 3D Mario games, other okay. than, like, 64. You, if it's, if you can imagine it, it's it's in there. Yeah, you're a good um, old homage. Homage. Uh, 
but yeah, no, we uh, we we finished that together. We finished the main game, hundred percented. Mm-hmm. So we got all of the uh, the time pieces, which are like your your stars in the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we we defeated the final boss, who uh, is a girl with a mustache. <laughs> you meet her in the first level, and she's all like, huh, "I live in Mafia Town, and I have a British accent, and I liked, and I'm fighting for freedom, yada yada." Uh, and then she finds out that you uh, burn magic, uh, you know, timepieces for fuel to tra- travel to different dimensions. And she's all like, wait, you have all this power and you just set it on fire to go on vacation? Oh. It's just like, you could save so many worlds and save so many lives. Why why aren't you no using way. this power to help us? And she's like, and, you're, and your answer is basically just like, shrug. That, that would be my answer. So we got the bad guy that's actually questioning your motives, and they're correct. Yeah, kinda. Uh, so basically, she, once she finds out how much power you're just wasting and squandering by not helping everyone, she goes on a quest to go find your timepieces and take them away from you, so that she can take over the world and be helpful. Uh, she eventually, yeah. you know, gets corrupt with power, and you know, and so she she amasses a mountain of timepieces. Which doesn't make sense, because you only collect 40, and that's, like, your 100% completion. But she has, like, a thousand. Right, well, someone's someone's game is is different here. Someone's achievement meter is a little bit skew-whiff. A bit skew-whiff, yeah. And, and, you know, I need to go back to the fact that she's a girl with the moustache, by the way. Is it one of those comic, like... You know, Victorian villain twirly mustaches. <laughs> That'd be I I, ca- I cannot explain this mustache. I can't tell you if it's a fake mustache, if that's a real mustache, and that mustache and that's how she grew it. It looks like um like a Chinese dragon kind of thing, which is like a, a like two singular long strands of hair coming out of either side of her face. Mm. Oh, one of them. Ah. So yeah, eventually, you know. Uh, she thinks that she's the ultimate hero who's judging all the bad guys and, you know, that you're the evil one who's trying to stop her from saving the world. And basically all the bad guys that you defeated throughout the game show up and it's just like, yeah, you suck. We don't like you. We like the little girl better. <laughs> she beat us, but, like, she didn't, like, like, torture us. She just, she just was, she was just like, hey, stop doing what you're doing. And we were like, we were, we were okay with that. We realized, yeah, maybe we should stop doing what we're doing. But you're like, I'm in charge. You're, you're a bad person judge you forever so they come to your support and help you uh defeat the little girl the mustache girl who i don't She's that may actually be her name mustache girl yeah because <laughs> you are the hero hat kid you are the hat girl and, oh my uh, god and she is the mustache girl and that's the whole story and Fair eventually enough. you gave her like you have the option at the very very end of the game to like give her like one time piece to like try and like save her town, like like let her, you know, have the justice that she wanted, but on a smaller scale. Mm. But the game says it's like, oh, you might not make it back to your home planet if you give uh, give away this timepiece, and then you never find out whether or not you actually do or not. You never realize the consequences of your action. It's it's, it's like a, it's a real telltale kind of ending where it's like, your action didn't really matter. It's just kind of like how it made you feel is what was important. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, nice. that's uh. That's basically how the game ends. It was uh, it was fun. I really, I was really starting to get into it at the end. Actually, when like, like it's actually a really satisfying kind of uh, game. Once you learn how like the movement and stuff works, like there's a lot of like mobility 
you know, the game's fairly floaty. It's fairly forgiving for, like, grabbing on ledges and and stuff. There's You can jump up to, like, three times. There's a lot of... Mm. It's very satisfying to move once you get the hang of it. So I was... Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Apparently there's DLC, and we may or may not play that. We'll see. Fair enough. Well, if you do, we'll probably explain that again on the next the next time, see where, see where that goes. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a hat in time and Blender. Darius, you're up on the block, mate. What have you played? Well, I've been playing quite a lot of games, so I'm not sure if you want to do a special, special episode with me or not. Okay. Due uh, to the... It's going to be talking about all these convention games. Yes. Well, I would like to, but I don't have time. I've got only five minutes. <laughs> uh, so I've played a few well, good ones, played a few great ones. Uh, luckily, I didn't choose any boring ones. Oh, good. Could you talk about one or two of your favorites? One of the main reasons where I why I went there was to meet the guys for from Awaken Realms. Ah yes, um, they, they're the ones who did the Siege Storm, was it? Yeah, for example, Siege Storm. Um, bef- well, for Siege Storm, actually, that's not the Awaken Realm game. That's Awaken Realm Little. Oh. Uh, but they do. They have made the Nemesis. Ah yes, your good old. Big, big alien. Yeah, uh, believe me. Game. Yeah, believe me. Nemesis is going to be small comparing to the next two games. Oh my god. Well, actually, three. Okay, on a scale of one to Gloomhaven, how big are these games going to be? Uh, over Gloomhaven. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Two Eleven of... is the right answer. <laughs> two of them will be over Gloomhaven. The other oh. one, Etherfields. Yeah. Um, it's big in scope, but not as big in content. Right. If you get me. So you're not gonna you're not gonna end up with like hundreds of figures and five thousand cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you will find like the story, uh, the actual campaign. It's going to be much more diverse, much more immersed, much more, more, basically. Just more. Yeah, just, just more. more. So if I well, okay, if we are in in the aspect of Etherfields. Okay. Uh you're starting the game and you know you only what you know is that you have to choose a mask. You're choosing two masks. Uh based on on your own intuition, let's say. So mm-hmm. you have like a creepy creep you've got like silent hill or creepy masks. Like Bad guys, I mean, or zombies mask, or uh, a twisted bunny from like uh, Alice World. Uh, they are really twisted. They're like nightmarish, and you have a right. wo- and also you've got awards words written on the mask. For example, like uh, hope, uh, fear, this sort of things. And that's mm-hmm. how, that's how you choosing uh, two masks out of, I think, eleven at the moment, twelve maybe. Each player choosing these two masks, and then from these two masks, you decide which one you will be using during the playthrough, right. during, during the mission. Let's call it a mission. So, and then you just you 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 putting the first card in the middle of the board. Um, there is actually the board is just a play mat with uh, hexes where you can put things. Right. And the card says, 
this is a dream. You've been in the car crash, and you want to go home. You're, oh, and, good start. And you have, and on in the in the corner is uh, the task: uh, escape the forest. Right. So that's the the story, and then you and uh, escape the forest, and then pull out the card. Let's say twelve A. So you're pulling out a big twelve A card, putting in the middle. And that big card, it's like, it's a big square, and but inside you've got four more squares, four, mm-hmm. small, smaller, four smaller squares. Uh, they are like um, spaces where you can place your figure. Uh, so you're moving around your figure, spending cards which you can draw from your deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, for example, to explore a next section, you have to uh, pull out the car out of the um, gutter. Right. So you have to spend six red points or four yellow points to pull it out. And you then, to sp- then you have your five cards in the hand and some cards doing some different things, some cards are doing other things, but the main, re- the main thing at the moment is you're looking at the symbols on top left ho- corner. So you, for example, in one card you can have one red. On the other card, you have two greens. So you're combining all those symbols to have six reds. When you've got those six reds, you're pulling the car out of the gutter, and then you're drawing another car exploration card, which you're putting next to the one which is already on the board. Mm-hmm. And then it's another um, things to do on this card. Uh, and the main... Well, at some point, you ending up like... Um, Encountering a nightmare. Right. It's uh, it's, a, it's basically a really big figure. Uh, you can chat to that figure, or you can hit that figure. However, you cannot kill it because you are in the dream, and you basically cannot kill anything in that dream. Yeah, I'm seeing. And so you, you only, and you just know that thing. You have to escape the forest. So you were just walking around. Uh, picking up some cards, doing some small sta- small tasks, and mm. at some point you have to open the envelope. And in envelope there are um, symbols. There are like six triangle symbols, and you're just deciding which one you want to take. It's either the rose, uh, it's uh, a lamp, it's a snake, it's a heart. Uh, and then you have to match the symbol somewhere on the map, if you can. If you can do that, then you flip it around, and that gives you a, some sort of a reward. So in that mm-hmm. case, for, it was um, a key to the car. And right. That's the, and well, yeah, you've got the key. Now you can turn on the engine and go out from the forest. However, that big monster, which you pulled out like five turns ago, is chasing you. And it's trying to kill you. And as soon as it gets you, hits you, then you wake up. And you have right. and then you have to restart the whole dream again. Oh, nice. So we got those sort of has this got like a time story style gameplay loop on that? Uh yes. Well we had uh, on this scenario which I played I had like five turns to complete it. However mm-hmm. there are certain task items during the game which you can 
which you can use to extend that time frame. Right. It's so it, to be honest, it's really hard to explain it within this uh, time limit which I have. But the yeah. game, but the game is really abstract. There is no, there is nothing like I've seen before. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing it's been sort of uh, described as a what do they call this? A dream crawler cooperative game. Yes. So, uh, so we'll see. Is it? Is this like being kickstarted just yet? Uh, it's not yet on the Kickstarter, but they planning to run the Kickstarter at the end of this year. Sweet. Yeah, uh, we'll keep that on the. We'll keep that on the. Uh, it's de- it's definitely something frame. something I definitely not played. It's something unique mm. because you do, you're not following the set rules. You're not because as I said, you're getting the rules as as you play. Yeah. That's uh, how yeah. that's how they design it, and they they design it about few hundred different dreams to play. Well, this is a uh, yeah. You're definitely right in saying it's going to be bigger than Gloomhaven in terms of scope. Yes, or in terms of doing things, definitely. Maybe maybe not like you know, as I said, cards and miniatures, but definitely things to do. So Sweet. I'm I'm having an eye on it. Uh, I really like it. Question is just the price, but they yeah. trying they trying to aim it uh, for the price like uh, Nemesis. Okay. So what what was the price of Nemesis at the uh, time then? I think the price or for the, the Nemesis, RRP of it. The, the the core box for Nemesis I think was sixty sixty pounds. Well, that's not bad for what you get in it. No, however, they are selling the Nemesis retail right now for hundred and thirty. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, now that'll be that'll be good though. We'll definitely keep an eye on that. So we've had Blender, you know, we've had we've had a three D modeling tool. We've had a conclusion to a platforming game with a quirky story and a Dreamscape demo of a board game convention. So uh, now it's time where I go and ruin it all in my. Uh, so I've been playing a game that came out on Friday. Um, this was shown during the kind of funny game showcase. Do you remember when we covered that back in God knows when, Darius? When we also covered Jeff Keighley's The Game Awards with Jeff Keighley. Who is Jeff you probably Keighley? don't. It's been a long time ago. You don't remember what he's had for dinner. Don't worry. Yeah. But yeah, we did an episode back where it was just me and Darius going through the Game Awards and then a bunch of games that were due to be Oh, right, out. yeah. And uh, and one of those games was Lapis X Labyrinth, uh, so I picked that up on Friday. And um, what's it what's it best described as? Well, it's a platformer hack and slash game with little chibi characters, um, and we'll get to the unique part of it in a minute. So the story of the game is that you are a bunch of adventurers heading to a town that has basically fell into dis um, well it's fell into ruin and disarray uh, due to a dungeon, the aptly named Labyrinth. Uh, basically leaking out monsters and miasma. And you are hired by the guild to try and get Capital this town back on its the feet. Guild. Yep. Yep. Or the the Guild Co or Guild Company even. All capitalized again. Uh to um basically go through this dungeon, complete some quests, get rid of all the bad monsters in there. And you do that by recruiting a main character and three other adventurers, which you can just switch and 
mess around with any time. The unique part on this is the way that they end up in the dungeons. They end up as a stack. A totem pole. A totem pole? Yeah, basically all the characters you've got. Your main party leader will be on the bottom of the pole. And all your other characters will be stood on top of the head. And they just stand on top of each other. And then there's a little quest bag on the top of that. So the idea behind the game is that you go through each quest by entering each level. And within a set time limit, five minutes, run your party through the level. Kill as many monsters as you can. Get as many chests as you can to get as much treasure out of there. And find little energy crystals. Um, you hit them, and they will then power up a warp gate that will allow you to move on to the next level or the boss within that five-minute time limit. You can then switch the characters on the bottom of the pole, and they all have their own little, like, you know, move sets and stuff like that. So I'm just using a warrior, a defender character. So he's got a sword and... no. He's got a shield, not a sword, and an axe, and he just goes around doing little defendy you know, hitty stuff. Um, you've got other characters like the witch that can just cast spells at long range and hit enemies from afar. But the way that you can do it is that your main character will do all your basic attacks, but then you can get the other characters on the top or the other levels of the totem pole to do support attacks. And then mm. you've got a special move where they'll all just land on the ground and hit their like super moves and stuff like that. And it's really quirky and fun and really over the top. Um, and there'll be points in it where you'll just, you know, do enough damage to enemies, and you'll you'll enter a fever state, where everything starts uh, dropping nice shiny, colourful gems everywhere, and mm. some of the some of the walls will now start glowing, and you can hit them and get more gems, and they'll buff up your characters for that run through, because they'll start ah, at so nice. they start at level one each time. Whether you, it's, it's it's kind of got roguelike elements in a sense. Um, okay. In just that each run through the mission, they'll start at level one, and the monsters will increase in strength. But you won't. I assume there's some ways that you can boost your starting level in further runs. But um, yeah, so you'll just sort of gain experience, and they'll get stronger through that. Um, but there's like weird bits that can happen, so that a character can get knocked off the totem pole, and they're then incapable of walking around the dungeon. So they start taking damage. So you can then just you just touch them and pick them back up again. But yeah, it's really, really funny. Um, and it's out on the PS4 and the Switch. So um, it might be worth looking at. So uh, yeah, Lapis X Labyrinth. I know that was a very rushed explanation of the game. And I've probably not done it much justice. But I throw myself on the same arbitrary time limits as everyone else. So uh, yeah. I would say I'm having fun with it. I'll certainly probably have more fun with it. I'd give it a look. Um, it's just weird enough to to give it a try. Yeah, it must be a hell of a workout for the guy on the bottom. We're gonna carry all the other people. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, like I say, it's, it's a bit weird because they're all chibi-fied as well. So it's just like they're all little, little cartoony characters. But yeah, you know, if they rotate, you know, never skip leg day, and everything will never be great. Never skip. Every day is leg day. Yeah, yeah. If you walk, every day is leg day. But um, yeah, so that if you carry was, four uh, people on your back every day is leg day. Ah well, yeah. I mean, at that point, everyone should be just a bit like Doritos. No wonder they're chibi. They're not like it's not like an artistic choice. They've just been crushed and widened by their <laughs> by their totem pole legged. adventures. 
Oh, man. They've just but gone I... wide. <laughs> so, that was what's been played. So it is now. That's what's been played. It is time to move on to news to time. Mexican dinners. Mexican dinners? News time. No. Why not? Is there, are there, is there Mexican dinners in the news? Uh, no, there is not any Mexican dinners in the news. But you know how we were talking about the Switch? Uh, it is a console, yes. Yeah, we, we, we briefly talked about it when I went through my five-minute uh, review of uh, Lapis X Labyrinth. I don't even know if that's how it was called. It might just be called Lapis Labyrinth and the X is just stylized. But still, um, who likes Super Smash Bros.? I enjoy I a Smash Brothers. Yeah. Who who likes VR? Uh, under the right context, I don't. You know, I'm okay with like shooty VR. I don't really. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't do the horror stuff. Ah, okay. But who uh, likes, sure. <laughs> who likes VR in Smash Brothers? I don't even know what that means. So uh, like, yeah, this is under the rumors like you may section. As, you may as well have just said like pasta in space. Like I don't know what that means. What yeah. would that? Why? What would that do? So I'll I'll, I'll get to that then uh, as a quick one. Uh, according to wow, Steph, you find some great news sites. I'll tell you this. Lootpots.com. Uh, there is more places that I've mentioned it. By the way, it's just that's the one that's on, that I know. It's on my phone first. Yeah. So um. Yeah, based. So we we know about Labo. The I have heard about cardboard. these uh, cardboard VR toys. Well, I don't even. Are they even? Are they even toys? Are, 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 is there a VR element to it, or are they just like no, the, like I mean, they're just like accessories, right? They're accessories generally. Each Labo set has has been a sort of a different different things. You could fold them, cut them out, put them together, and you could make a robot walking suit. Which you could then use to do stuff. You could make a piano, so they had a music box. But one of their most recent ones is there is a VR controller, which, to be honest, it'll just be a pair of cardboard goggles. It'll be like Google's cardboard system. But uh, yeah, they're apparently, according to a data mining of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate announcements, there'll be VR modes, or at least a VR mode, in the game. Which I in a still, chaotic game like Smash Brothers, you wonder still how the hell even, that works. Like what? Like you can see like a three D rendering of your screen. Are you are you gonna put yourself in the body of the character yeah, and play yeah. as Mario? Yeah, are you gonna be first play as person? Link? Yeah, dude. I'm, that I I've been thinking that for a long time. It's just like ever since the Wii came out, I was like, ah, oh, the future. Now I will actually act out the character that I am attempting to play as. And then it's just like, oh, you just swing your you just twitch your wrist side to side yeah. and push Why buttons go? it's it's the same thing as it always was lie yeah. to me yeah but uh you know i guess i guess vr in the switch yeah. would be I, I found it by euro gamer as well okay <laughs> I, I mean i had no problem with it you know loot pots is a is one hell of a name but um yeah how, how do you how do you feel about vr invading everywhere uh, I don't think it's going to do well for Super Smash Bros. If it does, it's going to be really weird. I, for one, do not welcome our new VR overlords. Yeah. I think... I, f I don't know, man. I feel like VR is kind of like the video game equivalent of 3D, where it's like 
under specific circumstances, it can really add to the experience. Mm. But in a lot of situations, I feel like it's just kind of like, eh. I'd really rather just play the game normally, honestly. You know? Yeah. Like, like I say, there are specific applications where it's really cool. Like, like you know, some, like, shooter, like, first-person shooter VR games that are kind of fun. Mm. You know, like, it's a very different experience playing a shooting game when, like, you actually have a 3D environment to interact with as opposed to just a flat screen to look at, you know? Mm. And, you know, instead of, like, fixed, you know, video game controls to work with, you actually have your actual hands and can do things that you couldn't do in a video game. Like, you could put up a shield with your left hand and point it this way and shoot with your right hand this way or around the shield. You know, like, you get, you know, like, there are things like that that are really cool in VR, but I don't, I just don't see, I, you know, maybe if I saw it, I would, it would blow my mind, but I don't see how VR is, like, a... a Good for Smash Brothers. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. No. I, I agree with you. And I'm. I'm going for a person. I. You know. A non-zero amount of the immaterial gamers wear glasses. Um. And. One thing I've noticed recently, because I've. I've. You know. I've got a VR headset. I got one for for Christmas. Not. A, you know. Not the big ones. Just one. A, a Google cardboard style one that I could put in there. It turns out my eyes don't do the VR properly. Oh. Sort of. I, I mean, I've got sort of odd vision in each eye, so you, you can't adjust mm. it to work properly, and it just doesn't work for me. So, I mean, I've, I, I, I love the concept of VR. See, I mean, from well, growing with that, up, the, the issue you have with that is, can you wear your glasses with the VR set? Not really. Because, <laughs> see, this is why I like the PlayStation's VR. I've only tried it, but I've never, like, used it. I've never bought it. But it has enough room still for you to still wear your yeah. glasses pretty comfortable. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying it. it's not the fact that I can't see without my glasses and that's what affects the VR. I'm more on the, on the idea that I think one... This sounds weird in saying it, but I think one eye is off-centered to the other. It's not like a lazy eye or a... So I have a lazy you know, eye. Sort of, sort of I, like, I know that. Sort of perception on that. But I like feel I actually see more out of one eye than I do out of the other. So it's... You know, your your one eye uh, is breaking into another dimension. You can yeah. see things that other people cannot see. Yeah, so you know that's that's where I'm come from, and I don't like, I like inclusivity in gaming. I guess I like you know, people being able to to all play something. So maybe that's just just me. But you know what, Nintendo, you do you. Stuff works for you. Stuff doesn't, and even the mistakes you make doesn't stop you from, you know, doing something. I mean, look at the catastrophe that was the Wii U. And that's basically, that ended up being Switch 0.5. They're unstoppable, man. I've said it before, and so have other gaming commentators. It's like, the the merchandising rights and the tremendous, at least initial success of the Nintendo Wii gave Nintendo all the money they will ever need to just sort of fuck around and experiment and just do, try random shit that they will ever want and ever need. Uh, and if, you know, one or two projects fall on their face, it doesn't matter because they still have just truckloads of money to try again and either make it better or try something new entirely. Nintendo yeah. makes it rain emeralds. I mean, merchandising rights off of Mario and Pokemon alone make more money than probably most video game franchises as a whole. Oh, yeah. Mm. Picking, out, picking out a thing for Pokemon where you all you have to do is sleep. Oh dear. 
So, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll you know, we'll see how that goes. That sounds like a game for me. Just sleep? Hey. Just he, sleep. Darius needs one one for where he can sleep and run late. Poke oh. nap. Yeah, po oh, Pokemon Sleep. Yeah, that, that happened. That's yeah. an entirely different story that we could pull at some other time. But, um, yeah, we will move on from from Nintendo doing what they do. I mean, honestly, at the end of the the end of the world, the only things that will be left will be cockroaches and, and Nintendo's Nintendo. office and yeah. Disney. Just just Nintendo itself and everyone who works. Nintendo there. in the east, Disney in the west. They'll fight over the ashes. The corporation wars begin. It's fucking fire and ice. It's the yeah. new. It's the real life Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, Daenerys yeah. Stormborn of House Nintendo. Versus uh, Cersei of House D Disney, yep. Queen of the Andals, and, and the ruler of Westeros. Oh, perfect. Right, we'll give this uh, one little other story. Um, Steph, can you just go over to the uh, days since last Anthem fuck-up count, and can you reset it to, to zero? Oh, it's always been at zero. They've always fucked up somehow. Ah, fair enough. Okay, cool. You saved yourself a job, because... EA and BioWare have announced Cataclysm! Yay. Uh, was, that like a, was that like a DLC or something? No, it's the next major in-game event. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah! We're looking so forward to it. it's like DLC, it. but not. Yeah, yeah, because it's supposed to be like a, a game-ending event. Yay! Cataclysm um, sounds like pretty ending to me. Yeah. Yeah, who, who wants a... Um, yeah, who wants uh, an endless shooter? Endless shooter. Yeah. Cataclysm endless was supposed to be advertised as the raid-style content. What it is, is a high-score mode. A high-score mode? <laughs> I oh, love so, it's, so what? So what? So what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> I, love I was trying to go too, into Darius. my angry mode there, but I just couldn't because of Darius. So what? Is, so what? Is this kind of like a like a horde mode kind of thing, or is this like yeah. go until you die and then yeah, kill yeah, kill as many enemies score. as you can before time runs out? Oh, it's not a raid. Oh boy! It's not a raid. It's it's kill enemies before an in-game timer runs out. Cool. So like no like like world building or like little side story. No. No, uh, no like yeah. characters and sub bosses or. Planning or strategy. I mean, I guess there's some a little bit of planning strategies, like shoot. Plan the plan <laughs> is shoot, and don't yeah. die. Shoot yeah. much, kill fast, don't die. But this is what we've been waiting for. All the bug fixes and the delay, and we've waited for not even a raid. The Division Two had a rough start, and they've brought out their eight-man raid, and it's fucking awesome, if not hard, from what I've heard. I. You know what? Fuck Anthem. <laughs> I never, I never picked up Anthem. It's just like, I'm, I'm good. You yeah. technically I'm happy, never. I'm picked happy with the games Destiny, I've already got. I basically buy it for you. Did you? But, I don't even remember. I mean, not Destiny and um, Division. Uh, which division's that then? Number one. Number you one. You, you bought that for me. Two. Yeah. Yeah, I think I played that for like, God, like three and hours. And the first or thing you did when you got on it was complain about the birds. Fucking birds just flying through buildings, man. It bothered the shit out of me. This is like, uh, what, you're not even going to try? It's just like, there's just birds clipping through buildings? Well, well, Division 2 does have a deer running through vehicles. 
I don't get nope, started on the nope, day. Nope, 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 nope. Not <laughs> happening. Not happening. Okay, <laughs> I think I think it's time to uh, get ready to wrap this up, but not before. Deer will we, go we through a vehicle, all right. Not in that way, though. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play a game. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> now let's bring it back to our oft-forgotten segment, the oddest. The oddest. The oddest. The oft-forgot yeah, wow. because we've only done it like twice. We've done it once. Once? We've done we it once? It once. I, we I, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I thought maybe there would have been another one in there somewhere. Yeah. So, so long ago, early in our let's see what works idea, we went and played The Oddest, which was see if we could survive from bawling out in laughter The Oddest Sims 3 patch notes. Um, okay. Now, now I, I've come up with a, an, a new topic, and it's a bit more improv this one. So, for The Oddest... This time, I want to go on the idea, and this is based on a discussion at work, like most of my ideas. What would the Matrix have been like? The actual physical Matrix. Okay, if so not talking about the film, we're talking about the construct within the film. What if it instead was built by Bethesda Game Studios? That's <laughs> fucking... They have a dev room, it's just like everyone just be walking, it's like, oh! <laughs> oh, it's fake, it's just robots everywhere, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, like, wake up, it's not real. <laughs> You see, I was going for the, like, yeah, I'm on the idea of, you know, um, Neo and Trinity trying to shoot one of the agents when they're on the rooftop. And it, they, 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 and they would just die. <laughs> like, the agents would just die. It's just like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I, I, I go on the idea that it would miss, but not because of the, the agent dodging or anything. It's because he just randomly snapped to a T-pose. <laughs> T-pose. You know, the, the other scene where, you know... Morpheus tries to get Neo to do the first jump, and you know, no one makes the first jump. We find out why pretty quickly, it's because Neo goes and lands, and you know like the bit where the, the sort of the concrete sort of moulds and then throws him back up in the air before he lands smack on the concrete? What if he, he just yeah. fell through the earth? <laughs> just just goes out of bounds. Just, just yeah. the whole of him in the floor. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and you just you just see just Neo and he's just like... continuously dropping what, what, looking through the floor. Yeah, yeah. He just he just turns, looks up, and he's just seen the skybox of the and, Matrix, and, seen and bits he's just of underneath, and he's just like, and everything. yeah. I mean, his reaction is still the same. It's still classic Keanu Reeves at this point. He's like, whoa, but you know, he's just like, oh, like how do I, how do I get to an exit now? Luckily, he falls into Duncan's said dev room, and he just <laughs> telephones everywhere. Fucking. Uh... Cypher orders a delicious medium-rare steak at a fancy restaurant. He pre-orders it, and he gets beef jerky instead. <laughs> so, in a, a duplication in, bug. In a in like a in like a like a like a shitty like plastic bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wait, just the wrong guy. Uh, if they made it, wouldn't like we just somehow hack our way into their secret room and find the one, the true one. <laughs> what the original anomaly? In fact, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, they actually the walk through. They don't need the keymaker, do they? Because they just, no. they just, they just no clip through the floor. Yeah. And then, and then the um, oh, the architect is just sat there, and he's just like, he's well, like um, <laughs> that's the dev room. It's the architect's room. He's just like, uh, <laughs> uh, your band, your band, your band. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. banning people. <laughs> Bad hammer. God. 
that's that's how people die in the Matrix. It's just it's just a DDoS kick out, just, yeah. a, just a Windows error message. Don't. <laughs> Unknown <laughs> exception. System crash. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess we'll have the last one on that. Then is you know it'd be the point of that night in the first Matrix as well. Sort of Trinity and Neo, they end up in the elevator before they do the, you know the oh we don't use an elevator because we're 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 super people so we'll just fly up on some cables. Now they get in the elevator and it starts going up and they never make it to the top of the building because they've suddenly entered an infinite loading screen. Infinite loading. All, screen. all I'm imagining is you see like. The um, apples loading mouse just appear in the mid between them, and it's like they're loading. The You know that's you know that famous scene where it is in like the hotel lobby, yeah. Where where Neo comes and he's just like, and the security guard's like, uh, leave all your metal items in the tray, and then he just pulls out like thirty guns. It's like <laughs> that scene is basically just like. A guy who's been into the dev room versus everyone else. <laughs> I've just thought that's a bit more awkward because then his items are accidentally duplicating, so he's just pulling out this nine millimeter over and over again because he's just like, I, "Look, sorry, sorry." Yeah, he doesn't need I, to reload. He just, he just has Wait, he just has extra the guns. security guards just have a thing pop up in front of them? Please lower your um, firewall <laughs> to let them have Maybe. access. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> maybe, but Neo Neo crouches and they can suddenly pickpocket the guard. So you know, it's just it's just how it works. Distracted I, by this pop-up uh, Morpheus shows uh, Neo the uh, that special room where they can just load themselves up with all the weapons and gear that they oh, want. Oh, the, but the but but, it, but it's all but it's all price gated. <laughs> like everything's been put on for sale, quote unquote, like half <laughs> off. But that's actually just the price it was released in. <laughs> He's uh, like, that's gonna be as, as, that'll be twenty pounds. It's like I I didn't bring money with me. I I literally just you just put me in here. Uh, you put a spike in my brain, and now I'm here. I don't have money. It's like <laughs> unfortunate. Better luck next uh, time. Yeah. Just Morpheus, just like, well, if you're not here to trade, and just boots him out. Just like, uh, just let me out, let me out. Uh, yeah, that'll be three hundred Matrix books. And uh, okay, that'd be One... no, that'd be three hundred blue pills. <laughs> uh, okay, one last one, and then we'll wrap this up. Neo is there, and he's on his snog fest with Trinity after they've, you know, they've managed to save the world or whatever. There's that so bit it's Matrix in, in, Two, then. Yeah, in Matrix Two, he's saved the bullet, and then he looks at it and he recoils in disgust as the texture for Trinity is just slightly off. Is she gone? <laughs> she gone like Minecraft style? Mm. Her, te- her texture hasn't loaded, so it's all just like blocky and blurry. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, she, so, looks, so, so, she looks like Steve from Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft so she's like got the yeah, yeah, and she's got like the leather jacket and you know the leather overalls and stuff. But where her face is, it just says error. Wouldn't she just look like um, what Tomb Raider? Oh, Lara Croft, the old like yeah, PS One Lara Croft. Trinity becomes <laughs> Lara Croft. <laughs> That's what she become. Oh man! Except in the except if uh, Bethesda really was. You know, the developer for the Matrix, there would be no rave. There would just be people bitching and moaning about how they didn't get their bag. They didn't yeah. get their canvas bag. <laughs> and yet, and yet, Morpheus and Neo and Trinity are all walking around with canvas bags. They're the influencers. <laughs> yeah, they're the influencers. And they're just like, what the fuck? Why did they get the canvas bag? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I actually like this. I think we need to do this more often. Just, just a bit of, like, 
creative bullshit. We'll get that going. But we will wrap this up now. So if you liked what you heard and the crazy stories that we had and the other stories that we talked about, please like, share, subscribe, comment. And don't forget Um, to kill each other with Roombas. Yep. Yeah, do that. Um, we go through the quick content schedule again. Mondays, role-playing, not in my games. Tuesdays, the podcast, like this one that you're listening to now. Wednesdays, and now the home, hopefully, of Shattered Reflections. So if you like your Black Mirror, and you want to listen to three people with varying different views and experiences of Black Mirror, talk shop, go for it. Uh, Thursdays is planned for something. We don't know what yet. Fridays, War Table. Saturdays, Play Sessions. Sundays, Sibling Rivalry. We've got one thing to fit in the slot, and we've got a show every day. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. But uh, I guess we'll wrap that up and saying that we're trying to do a short podcast, and it still looks like it's over an hour long. So, I knew, uh, yeah, I probably... knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I told yep, you. I warned right. you. Yeah, we just divided out. We just took the time from the gameplay and moved into the oddest. So, yeah. Eh. It, it changes things, but it'll be fine. So, uh, so thank you, Duncan, and Darius, no and Stefan. See you, senor. Thank you very much. Oh. See you next time. Yeah, what Darius said. I forgot to say, don't kill each other. Unless yeah, it's with numbers. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.